This is music from a brand new record from guitarist Tim Sparks. The record is called Lost and Found. And this Wednesday, Tim, along with guitarist Ben Abrahamson and bassist Ted Olson, will perform at the Dakota Bar and Grill. That's January 3rd at 7 p.m. Tim Sparks grew up in North Carolina, starting with country and blues music, and he had a grandma who was into gospel. He then got a scholarship to study classical guitar at North Carolina School of the Arts. That took him in new directions to jazz and other kinds of music, and he's been prolific ever since. I got Tim on the phone to talk about his new record, and I asked him how many albums this makes. 12 or 13, I I think. My first guitar record, I did a few records of Rio Nito in the 70s and 80s. That was a vocal jazz group in the Twin Cities. And then I, uh, my first uh, record was for a German label called Acoustic Music Records that uh, Peter Finger curates. He's a great, great guitar player in Germany. And uh, I did the Nutcracker Suite, an arrangement I had done. And you guys play that. I heard that on the radio recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a holiday favorite. They already dust off and it was nice to hear it. Um, anyway, um, I did uh, th- three or four records for him, and then uh, I uh, I did a series of records for Zodic, for John Zorn's label, doing Jewish music interpreted on solo guitar, my my particular kind of finger style guitar style, and and then since then I've uh, I keep doing a few records every now and then, so yeah. I asked him how the selections of songs came together on this new record. Well, it. it you know, I, through the lockdown, I had a lot of extra time, like everybody else. So I wrote a lot of the tunes and the arrangements. And um, I had a chance to do this tour with Peter Finger in Germany that happened just this past November. And he, he has a record label, and he organizes this cool guitar tour every year. Uh, that's uh, him and three or four other guitarists. And... Um, and it's kind of a mixture of people playing solo and playing together. I've done it a number of times. I, I did it one time or a couple of times I've done it with Dean McGraw. And uh, he's also put some records out on Peter's label. And uh, anyway, since I knew that was coming, I'd said, well, hey, you know, I got to get an album's worth of material. So why don't you put out a record in conjunction with a tour? And so he went ahead and did that. So it kind of all came together really nicely. It's harder to harder to do a record these days on a label, you know. It's true that I don't know if people really appreciate it, <laughs> uh, how the uh, how the internet has kind of devastated a lot of content creators, both uh, musicians, but also people who write for magazines or newspapers. You know, uh, uh, it's free content has really uh, taken away a big important income stream to, that musicians had, and uh, uh, it's great that people are enabled to have access to to content. But uh, there's a, the industry is really lagging and compensating the people that create the content uh, appropriately. They're just paying literally pennies on the dollar, you know. Along those lines, I asked him if he thought a direct-to-artist model might be a good direction for the industry. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of what ideas like Patreon are about. And, and uh, But I, I, I still think... Um, yeah, I mean, here's another thought. I mean, you're you're into jazz, so like, imagine where would we be if we had never had Blue Note Records or Impulse Records, right? You know, and and what made those important are, are like Zodic. You, you've got one guy who's a curator and he has a vision and an ear, and 
he also helps the artist be better in order to make a record. You know, there's all these qualities and you, you like a certain record on a label. So you trust it and you'll go back and you'll check out a new artist that's on that label because you, you know, they've gone through whatever process to be there. And uh, now we just have uh free for all. Everybody puts out their stuff all the time, but, mm-hmm. and it's very empowering, but frankly, a lot of it could be a lot better. Uh, if you if an artist had the chance to work their music up for a certain label and had to had to develop their work more in order for it to be published, that role is kind of all gone. The label labels are really un you know just not what they used to be. But I'm not gonna lie about. It. I think there should be a class action lawsuit, and uh, you know billions of dollars should be clawed back from the con- the uh, people that maintain the platforms and the people that make the devices that allow you to get free content. You know, they're making bazillions of dollars off that content, not paying any, paying for it, essentially. No, you no, hear no. that, Amy Klobuchar? Are you out there? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Sparks told me about his bandmates on the record, starting with guitarist Ben Abrahamson. Well, I've known Ben for a long time. I mean, I, and I was aware of his work, and he's a super great young up-and-coming guitar player, and then... About a year ago, uh, the the Minnesota Guitar Society organized a a, uh, a series on the of that they do at the Metronome over in St. Paul, and me and Ben played on it. And then we did a bunch of duets, and I I uh, discovered I really liked the way that Ben thought, the way he approached. Uh, we had this great kind of chemistry of uh, spontaneously playing harmonies that went in all kinds of weird places instead of just playing the same cycle changes over and over and over again. And uh, we kept doing some gigs every now and then. And eventually when it got down toward the end of the summer and I had to get a record done, I decided that, you know, I, I, I do some of the things I've been playing with Ben and uh, it turned out really great. I think he really shines on the record Yeah. and also, you know, yeah, go, go on. Well, I was going to say, and Ted Olson is another uh, young guy that I've, I've been playing with over the last year and I feel the same way about him, you know? And, uh, so we asked him to put on some bass too, and I'm real happy the way it turned out. Here's one of the new tunes that I asked him about. It's called Moonshine Ramble. <laughs> well, that's funny. You know, I did a, I did, I, I, I do these, uh, good, these, uh, video courses for a company called truefire.com and i've been doing them for about 20 years every four or five years and uh you know they have you do uh the, these uh like so about an hour and a half of, vi- of like two minute videos where you take an idea and play it and explain it and it's all written out and people can stream it or download it you know so i did i did a course on uh, country blues licks and after I'd done that, you know, about a year or so later, I kind of started putting together Moonshine Ramble as this kind of a tune that was a composite of all these different ideas I'd come up with for the chorus. And it kind of took on a life of its own. Hmm. It does seem to be just rich with good moves, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's got these nice kind of Brazilian kind of chord passages, too, in different places. On YouTube, you can see a video of Tim recording live at Wild Sound Studios in Northeast Minneapolis. It shows off some of his technique, where he gets an almost keyboard-type sound out of the guitar. 
Yeah, my, you know, my big hero is the Lenny Bro, you know, and uh, he passed away. I think he died in the early 90s or in the late 80s. And he was uh, he was just like extraordinary uh, his ability to play his guitar and to sound like someone was playing a piano the way he could put chords and um, melodies together at the same time. Finally, I asked him about the title track on the new record called Lost and Found. Well, Lost and Found was um, that this, the band I mentioned, Rio Nido, was a vocal jazz group. And uh, they did three records. And on their last record was recorded around 1987, I think. I had written this song, Lost and Found, and there were lyrics to it. If you, you can Google it, and hear a version on YouTube. If you Google Lost and Found Rio Nido, and um, uh, the lyrics were written by Mary Jo Knox, and uh, I just kind of dug it back up, you know, and um, figured out a nice way to, to play it on guitar in a different key where, the, where it's more guitaristic, and, and ended up uh, using that for a track on this record. As I, I kind of dug it, you know, and it turned out really nice, I think. Tim Sparks' new record, Lost and Found, is available on Apple and iTunes and such, or locally at The Electric Fetus if you want a physical copy. And catch him live this Wednesday night, January 3rd at 7 p.m. at the Dakota Bar and Grill. Thanks to Tim for his time. 